Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. Episode 229. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game. It's played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes, if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Clean. Roz has you in like a side room, but it's just you two. Yeah. Uh, Roz gives you a hug. Yes. Because it's been, from their perspective, like... 30-odd years. Yeah, well, I was a little worried that Roz had gotten into a lot of trouble that they couldn't get out of, so glad to see him alive, too. Yeah, I couldn't hack my way out of this one. How how did you end up just waking up? thought you had some security gig. Yeah, pods didn't open. Nobody came to wake us up. Did you get my message? Yeah. I don't remember exactly what I said. I'm really sorry. That's the only copy of the data. Do you have the data? Yes. I don't remember what you said either. <laughs> but you have the data stick. But yeah, I pull out the data stick. Okay, this is good. This is this is real good. Yeah. I give it to them. I'm guessing they want to keep it. Yeah, I'm, I'll make make a copy now that I have a chance. What happened? Like, when did you send that message? Was it right after you woke up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was right after I woke up. The planet fall, something went wrong. Somebody assassinated the captain. I think it was this Morgan guy. Yeah. Alarms are going off. I checked the logs. And that was the last person to go into the captain's room. Mariah said that he he was in our pod group. He didn't even stop to wake us up. Wait, Morgan was in your pod group? Yeah. I don't smell right to me. I don't smell right to me at all. No, no, no. You don't just leave people asleep for 30 years. One lady didn't even make it. She's just bones. I don't know. Well, problem is, Morgan's kind of really entrenched now. I don't know if you noticed that you haven't been to like Morgan's dome yet, have you? We haven't been to a dome. We've oh. been we met Corazon in one of the shroom forests, and then she set a place Dave data heaven and some like if you were anywhere that would be it. Yeah, yeah, you got me right. Long term, Morgan's gotta pay for what he's done, I think. It, I don't know, at least the show he's running is not right. Sounds like you can just be in debt just for existing. Yeah. He's got a tight control on all information. Yeah. And since we can't, like, broadcast pirate radio, it's hard to free people, you know? Well, if you say it, he's not right, he's not right. But that's, like, long-term. I don't know if you noticed, the digs we're in. Tell us about the digs we're in. You're in, like, it is, and as you're going down the elevator, Ryan, you'll notice this, too. This is clearly part of the Unity ship. Oh. And it's, like, just it embedded deep in the, not deep, embedded underground, and is mostly correctly aligned. There's everything is slightly off by like just a couple degrees. It's but right not right. upside down. Not upside down, like <laughs> the battle station. No, no, no. Uh, just slightly offset. So things like roll off and fall off tables sometimes, and it's just a little bit annoying. Is it dirty in here? It's not clean. Like, and there's it's not orderly, right? There's stuff in different places. There's still boxes of all kinds of stuff. And Raz is explaining like this was like one of the supply parts of the ship. That we found out here. 
several of us managed to get running again. But we're just living off the supplies of the ship. We, we can't farm out there. We don't have... We need the right equipment to do that. We don't have that. Right. We only have so many supplies. We've been going for a while on this. I mean, the part we were in was kind of like, I don't know, mops and cleaning supplies, utilities. All right, so your part broke off and went to a different area. Not sure. It's underneath some sort of... The, the wolf beetle nest? Yeah, like yeah. a wolf beetle nest, a bunch of mushrooms. A hillside over by Morgan's Dome. I mean, I could point to it where it is. I could probably take you there. I don't know if Cleve actually could. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I don't know if I could take you I mean, if there's lots of supplies there, like ration packs, energy, especially, any computing equipment. If there's terraforming equipment there, whoo! Yeah, I'd like that, please. I don't think there is. Though. I mean, I don't know what was over there. It wasn't, like, first class or anything. I know Morgan's got terraforming equipment. We can get our hands on that. We get a proper colony going. But I don't know what... What are you, what are you up to here, Cleve? I can't... I can't make you do anything. I mean, this was just my first order of business. I mean, we met Corazon, and I had her, it was her grandfather, I guess, that had originally hired me, so it seemed like as good a thing as any. Wait, I thought you got hired by, like, Santiago family. Yeah, Corazon Santiago. Ooh, what was she done, run away from the family? I don't know, it sounds like she was just trying to escape, but, oh, yeah, but she also maybe killed somebody? <laughs> also, her parents are dead, you know that, too. And her oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened. Hey, it sounds like something with her, her parents getting killed. Hey, I don't, I don't judge, know. you know. <laughs> I mean, do whoever she killed deserve it? I mean, you could ask her. I don't know the details. It wasn't me, anyway. She didn't kill me, so. So what, you need some equipment? Is that what we need to do? I'm between jobs, Roz. <laughs> like, you know Coruscant doesn't have money to pay you. <laughs> yeah, but he was paid up front. I was paid. I had a bonus up front, but yeah, this isn't like... I mean, I don't really have a plan. You said you just woke up? Yeah, two days ago. And your friend, too. Yeah. The one who's got way too high something. Yeah, I took a tumble in the miasma. Eh, you know, you know it happens. It happens. Yeah. Mm. And your thing comes down... Roz, like, looks over the data pad and just, like, opens the door to the, like, the room you're in. Like, he's on a little, like, little, uh, rolly chair and just, like, wheels out. Yeah. As, like, the door opens with you and, uh... So they were, like, right by the elevator? Yeah, they weren't super far from it. Hey, uh, Mariah. He's, he's clear, right? And, like, Marina. Marina and Mariah. This is dangerous. <laughs> Dr. Satali. Uh, like, nods, of course. He's like, I talked to you. I got a proposition. And... Bring your other associate. It was horizontal. Santiago uh, as well. Uh, they push another button, like, another door opens. And just across the hall was Santiago was talking to somebody. And Santiago, like, you can see, like, looks agitated. But her conversation wasn't going very smoothly. And she just got agitated. She doesn't necessarily look angry or upset. Just you ask her any question, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Probably the conversation turned to Morgan. Ah, okay. She, her dancer's She got worked up. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roz brings all you in. Now, I understand you, uh... Does Dr. Satali stay or go? Uh, she stays by default, and Roz is okay with that. Okay, just because she had indicated that... You could chat further? Yeah, that there might be something. Okay. Uh, yes. There's a little something I think you two especially can do for me. And then the question is, what can I do for you? That sounds like a negotiation check. It does. I don't know if you want to full on social combat, or... Um, 
I think I do. Okay. Who's on which side? Yeah, I mean, Clay's just like, you name it. We've got, it's not like we... We're basically Since Rod's left. on one side, <laughs> Mariah slash Mariah and Cleve are on the other side. <laughs> this is my sibling we're talking to. Bad old buddy. <laughs> yeah. So Cleve, you can, you know, interject however you like. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like Roz just said, we're going to negotiate here, right? Yep, like, they literally just said that. Yeah, so if you want them to start with a negotiation check, or if you want me to start with a negotiation check, because... I want I want you, the player, to be able to make that, since they asked, what can I do for you? Um, but if you think that narratively is awkward, then I will start. I think it needs to start with them, because... Then you're like, well, what do you need? <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you already negotiate, Ryan? Um, it'll be four purples. Woo-wee! Story points? I'm not doing anything with story points yet. I just walked into something I don't know what's going on. That is true. Two successes. So that's three. Strain plus a strain of sins. And lucky for them, I have already suffered some strain. So what do they say about, at least a little bit, about what yeah. they've done? Yeah, we got a job closer to, but not in fully, Morgan territory. Uh, that we could use some help with. Problem is, it's in an area of uh, sort of a constant uh, miasma level. So it's not really safe for anybody who's been around long enough to go through. But you two haven't been around. Okay. Mariah, like, folds his arms and is like, not ten minutes ago, exposure to miasma was like a reason to like block somebody's entry into this location and like back away from them. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying you want to purposely send us into it? That's a big, big ask. Is this negotiation or is this coercion at this point? I wanted it to be negotiation because I wanted it to be like, you have to offer us a lot. Okay. Like given the value you yourself just demonstrated <laughs> of like the danger of the thing. Take a blue die then. Be a red and two purples. And I will use a story point. I don't okay. have any ranks in negotiate. So I'm not saying we won't do it. Yep, yep. But you're I'm letting saying, him know. I'm saying it's going to cost you. Yep. Well. All right. One success. Two social damage. One advantage, which I'm going to use to heal strain, because my strain is pretty high. Um, but I also have a despair. So I do, uh, yeah, I, I say it's going to cost a lot. You have a despair. I do have a despair. So, off the top of my head, terrible information to give away that you stowed away on the ship. <laughs> um, and it might be that, like, so Roz is here, Roz is like a data pad, and he's like, Mariah Thorne. Oh, right, because we're on part of the ship. She has Mariah access to Thorne. those computer banks, <laughs> and it's not going to show up there. But you succeed. Like, it is a big ask. You're at Thorne with a T? <laughs> yeah, how do you spell that? Okay, she's clearly, she's clearly swiping through, and she asks how to spell it. And Dr. Satali behind me already knows. Yes. So I think at that point, Mariah will say, you're not going to find it on that list. And it's not because you're some kind of a black ops super spy now, is it? No. But I think the statute of limitations for <laughs> going away has got to be less than 30 years. I like you. I like that. <laughs> That's right. She's a bit of a rule breaker. They, they are a bit of a rule breaker. They don't stand for things like that. As long as you don't get caught. <laughs> They're going to do a charm check, actually. Okay. I think we can come to come to a pretty nice agreement uh, here. I think we're going to get along too pretty well. It's not a hard job. It's just a matter of 
we need you to... It's not safe for anyone who's been around to go. And last time, some younger folks, teen, volunteered. I didn't want to send them. They did. Only one of them made it back. Now, that wasn't from miasma. But I won't, I won't send out a kid again. This is a, a unique opportunity that we can take here to get into Morgan's network. Michael, is three purples and a red? Okay. I don't think they're tugging on any of your heartstrings with their sad story. It's sending kids out into yep. the... That is a failure. Just straight up failure? Straight failure. Cleve, would you like to interject into this? I'm not really sure, like, what Cleve's role is. Is Cleve's position that whatever Roz suggests, that's not, like, a suicide mission? I think Cleve is surprised that Roz would even be asking, knowing our relationship. So then maybe what Cleve wants to know is what what is the actual danger here? The Morgan Network node, but it's deep in the miasma. It's Morgan doesn't care about sending kids out to do it. We have a tap on the network, but we need to pull the tap, put a new one in, pull that data back. So this is information extraction. So essentially, yes. something has loaded up, they want that back, and then they want an empty put in. Yes. Okay. If you want Cleve's role to be to convince Mariah to do this with you, if you want to be on Raz's side of this conversation, you can be. Cleve's assumption is that he's going to do it. Roz is asking. That's pretty much enough for him. So I think his contribution to it would be more about getting information, like what is the equipment we have for this? What are the dangers that are out there or whatever? So I don't know who I'd be rolling against. Maybe it's the sort of information. I could just do both sides and just be like, so what are the dangers? Anything that's going to help with that? And then maybe the other side is, So you know. if you're like trying to find out like like what equipment she can supply us with to make this all go better like yeah, that so might then, still fall I mean that would be the two questions that Cleve would have would be what are the supplies that we can what's the equipment that they have that we could use and then what are the dangers that are going to be okay. out there so that would be kind of your pro and your con sort of thing so we can I mean that doesn't all that would could you be too, like to make some kind of role so I could do or? a role or it could be just like a, I could just actually Cleve could do an assist for each because that's the kind of thing I feel like knowing what kind of equipment might assist I like that. I like that. on Roz's side but knowing the dangers might assist on Mariah's side so okay. Cleve, I don't think Cleve's really thinking about it as a negotiation he's just trying to get the facts because he knows I, know. I like that it's like inadvertently helping both sides yeah um, make a three purple survival check or no two purples and a black it's just, it's an unfamiliarity of the situation. Okay. So. Yeah, so I think he's just trying to figure out what we need to do for this, because I think okay. he's going to do it. It might be a matter of whether or not Mariah will go. I don't know about Corson because I'm not really sure. We haven't really battled together. She seems young, but enthusiastic, I guess, about... Striking a blow against Morgan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I triumphed. And I succeed, because that's the only thing I rolled was a triumph. Okay. So successful triumph. What are some of the dangers that you point out to Mariah? The possible dangers, like from a tactical perspective, physical perspective? Yeah, I mean, so besides the miasma and then the creatures, I guess that's the question is what else is out there? Because that can't Morgan possibly... security there? Yeah, sure. It could be like security. What is the, you know, is it an especially dangerous location or difficult to get to? Yeah, so we, so we already know, like we encountered the repo squad yep but yep. If, if Roz knows more about like is there like actually like a militant police force type thing like 
since they already installed the thing once, does Ross have information about those that, that she would share based on Cleve's prompting? Okay. Because you have a triumph. They have heard heard about. There's rumors of a new Morgan autonomous robot. Security robot. They don't know what it's armed with, but that's the only thing that can roam around in spores. But it's autonomous. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That does? And, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no I'm like it does. It makes sense that if the environment is caustic to human beings, that they would have some sort of robotic thing. And since Coruscant said that Wi-Fi doesn't work here, it would have to be autonomous. Like, nobody could be controlling it by anything. It's not going to be dragging miles of cable behind it. Yes, that that was the idea behind all those things, yes. Right, you can get an upgrade on whatever tack you take here. You're not quite a tack. I understand you've taken not much. I'm at 5 of 12. Oh, okay. You started up. I started up. So, obviously, we need equipment. Like, even though our exposure to miasma is a lot lower than most people's, it was concerning enough for them to need me to be checked over before I was let inside. So that means, like, whatever kind of breathing masks or or whatever. I turn to Coruscant. Coruscant has a tablet-y thing. Mm -hmm. Does Coruscant know enough about, like, the computer systems that exist in Morgan world that Coruscant would know how to interact with this equipment that we're going to have to swap out? Just a sort of, is there any kind of dry run we can do before we go? You know, like, do you have similar equipment here? Like, how can we familiarize ourselves with, like, because neither Cleve nor Mariah is a computer guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's also part of, like, this sounds like something we need to get in and do quickly, and so we need to be practiced in what it is we actually need to accomplish. And then, like, you know, Cleve may be lifelong friends with Roz, but Mariah's got nothing but the clothes on his back, right? And they're a complete muddy mess. And fungusy mess, apparently. So, dry cleaning service. <laughs> <laughs> they just bring in a barber and Mariah's like, I'm in. <laughs> New shaving kit. No, the shaving kit's totally fine. But, like, yeah, like, we, we need whatever it takes to get set up in this world. Like, you know my name's not on that list. But does that matter? Like, Morgan's tracking debt for people. Like, what's Data Haven doing? Like, what kind of ID cards exist here? Like, essentially, like, can you legitimize me and Cleve into now? So that's what, like, Mariah needs is to become part of society. Okay. Okay. Is this a negotiation check still, I think? Because it sounds like you're asking for specific things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You get that? Roz has clever retort. Okay. It's like, ID cards. <laughs> and like, <laughs> there's like general like snickering going on. I mean, because she oh, was like, checking logs. So apparently like some records matter. Yeah. I got the unity logs who was and was not the passenger. You ain't. What is her negotiation? Their negotiate is Sorry. a red and two purples. I don't think you hit on any other points. So we get nothing for looking out Cleve's entrance? You got it, some sort of upgrade, or was that from oh. the previous? No, yeah. no. Oh, yeah, you did I get an upgrade. You got one story point. I will use the story point. Mm-hmm. Good news. Uh, that is success, and it is a triumph. So, first of all. So that's two, two damage. Okay, that is over half. You have a triumph. What would you like to learn about Raz or other good stuff? You got any specific desires? I also have a thought for how that could come into play, but wouldn't necessarily be between you and Raz. I'm kind of tempted to ask for the triumph to be used 
in regards to Dr. Satali. That is what I was thinking. Who's been in this room, and I kind of want to have been keeping an eye on her during this conversation because I'm kind of curious how these things can play together. So whether that's a matter of there's something else, like I haven't said it out loud here in this conversation, but also getting back in touch with Deirdre Sky is a value to Mariah. Yes, yes. So if this is a matter of there's something some secondary thing that we can accomplish on this outing that would serve Dr. Sadali's purposes and thus enable that. I am fine with this triumph being either meaningful, like eye exchanges, or Dr. Sadali saying something, or or right. things along those lines. I think it's the meaningful eye exchanges. Like, you're clearly, like, a driven person. You know what you're doing. Like, yes, you're not a computer person. Um, and I think it's... Uh, I, am, I am a people person, though. Yeah, Dr. Sinali does pipe in and say, like, uh, it all sounds like reasonable things. I think we can get these two outfitted, right? I can see what we can put together in terms of filtration. Is Coruscant included in this? Or are they going to, like, teach us what we need to know computer-wise? Uh, or is trying... Coruscant too much of a loose cannon because she's so anti-Morgan? No, that's not the issue. Okay. Or to, like, I don't remember if Coruscant was in the domes for all of her life basically or if she's her exposure levels are like too high already yeah i don't know if she could go with us or not um but dr satali says we might have something that can assist us and like dr satali is like just look at her eyes and like i'll sort out that end you sort out your end okay yeah and satali says like i'll i'll work with mariah i'm sure we can find him the accommodations he's looking for okay all right. Well, then, if Roz is above half, yep. And as much as she scoffed at the idea of IDs existing, if she's willing to uh, agree to my terms, yeah, they can give you a space here. They're like it's not an especially nice spot, but like it's a bed. We have rations that you can eat as long as we have rations. Roz is like, yeah, we have wolf beetle in the fridge. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to learn how to use that terminal in the back. There's no ID cards. Both, both of you are going to have to learn that. That's how you show you. Can Wait, get is there a requirement that each of us has to spend 5 XP in computers? Because that I'm not agreeing to. I'll push this social combat all the way to capitulation. To I, protect my I precious I five XP. points just for this. <laughs> They're just saying, like, look, you don't want to set up the security system. That's how you get in. And I ain't making a back door. So it's for your own protection that I highly recommend you learn. You don't have to put a rank in it. We can't just take this robot and use it to beat our way in or something. You can get your hands on that robot without getting yourself killed, Cleve. The rumored robot? Yes, the rumored robot. <laughs> yeah, if you could bring that back, that'd be extremely valuable. And, like, clearly, Roz is saying this just to you, Cleve. Okay. Roz doesn't own Mariah. Mariah, like, drives a hard bargain, which Roz enjoys for a certain amount of time, but clearly you've. Not like exhausted their interest, but it's like they'll give you what you want. They they had they had their fun with like haggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want anything from the Tim Hortons while I'm on my way back? <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> nice Canada reference. Mark down two more strange rods. <laughs> this was just this was just that cuts like, deep, Cleve. That cuts real just deep. Cleve teasing. Glad you haven't changed at all. <laughs> Okay, so as I'm understanding it, Cleve has his own secret mission, like own private mission. Mm-hmm. I'll have my own private mission. That It'll is be correct. 
We just like Corazon presumably has her own private mission. <laughs> but is not invited. Uh, or... Tally said they would try oh, to okay. take care of it. Okay. Yeah. So a robot data thing and probably a bag of shroom nuts, I'm guessing. I mean, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> and if we can find out what happened to the people that you sent before, if you have information. Oh, one, one of them came back. And they know what happened to the others? That's where the rumor of the robot came from. I see. So if you want to talk to them, you can tomorrow. Yes, definitely. That is what I would do. First-hand experience of where we're going. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're getting made back is not in great shape. So be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. What happened to them? They say robot. Okay, so <laughs> it was tan- they tangled with the robot. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, Alpha Centauri takes place after Civ, and, like, the best war unit you can get in Civ is, like... The giant robot. The giant death robot. Giant death robot. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. This is not giant robot, but... Yeah, I totally picture Rosie from the Jetsons, I'll be honest. <laughs> Listen, why don't you... Why don't you all get cleaned up, join the, the community room. Are there actual hot showers here? Um, yeah, heat's pretty easy, so yeah. They can recycle water, without, and water's easy to get. Ration packs. Yeah, and they'll, they say, we, we can catch up after you've had a chance to... Okay, yeah, I'm... Cleve is curious what Roz has been up to, and also, like, what supplies they need, and also if they're hunting, because that seems like a thing that... And, like, everybody's talking about the shroom nuts, but Cleve's very sure you could eat those beetles. Like, <laughs> Cleve is, like, saying these things, and uh, Roz is like, Cleve, Cleve, Cleve. You know what I always say? You need to relax, right? It's an important part. Self-care, right? Self-care. I've been asleep for 130 years. <laughs> yeah. Cleve needs to do something. <laughs> he's, he's rested out. Not doing anybody any good at sleep. I can tell you that much. I don't know. It's helping me out quite a bit to get that message back. So <laughs> I appreciate you waking up right now. Dr. Satali pulls you aside again. Says, like, I think we can help your associate, Corazon. You're going to be putting a little, some computer device in. There's an extra little package you could put in that for me. I can try to get in touch with Deirdre. So this means Coruscant is coming? Uh, she says, I think there's an experimental procedure we can try. That would have to, like, get Coruscant. Yeah, well, yeah we're going to check with her. We're not going to force it on her. Okay. Mariah, not being a computer person, thinks having Coruscant, who seems to be a computer person, along is in everybody's best interest. I understand she may have zero ranks, but that's not how she has been perceived by us. Yep, that's very fair. So I'm in favor of whatever it takes to get Coruscant able to come. Okay. And I have no qualms whatsoever about installing an additional computer program, as long as it doesn't compromise whatever Roz is doing. It's going to compromise some of Morgan's factories. You okay with that? Um... I think Mariah would want more information on how it's going to compromise the factories. Like, like how is check. how is a computer program going to compromise these factories? Because Mariah is not prepared to blow up factories that people are inside. <laughs> what kind of check do you want? Like, this is a social check. How are you trying to get this information from her? Like, do you ask like, is this gonna hurt anyone? Is this is this dangerous for me to carry? No, um, it's not presented as is it dangerous to me. It would be, like, first a, a kind of, like, I don't understand. Like, how is some sort of computer program going to take down the factories? And then that would be kind of followed up by, like, 
him kind of thinking aloud of like, oh, if it's going to do something to the systems, like trigger something in them, is that going to be catastrophic in a way that people would get hurt? Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm kind of feeling like I want to make a leadership check though, not I a think charm that's, check. You know, I think leadership makes Because sense. it's like, if what she's planning is something that would be catastrophic, then I would want to talk her down to something that was effective but wouldn't hurt people. So I feel like okay. that's leadership, which I don't have a point in, but it is presence-based. What's her discipline? Three purples. But I got all these off. Okay. I don't think you've hit any of her buttons. Yeah, I don't have a way to... You haven't used your power yet. No! That's right, I have that power. Does that have a cost or just once possession? That's once possession with a story point cost. Her fear is what I'm interested in. Her fear. I'm just going to start stockpiling people's fears for the, the day that I get. Are you some sort of, like, eldritch monstrosity? <laughs> no. I know your fear. No, there's a talent on my wish list oh. that, like, specifically requires okay. you to know people's fears. She is afraid of death. All right. So, yes, I want to lean into that. Okay. The things that, you know, like, Morgan's plants are doing to, the, like, the environment here is one thing, but, like, I don't want to jeopardize the lives of any of the people who are like under Morgan's thumb. Those people don't have a lot of choices based on what Coruscant has said. And none of them signed up to put their life on the line for Morgan. Can you make this a little more personal to her? Like she doesn't want people to die, but she's not. Right. I mean, you don't want to be killing people, do yeah. you? It's not that she's a pacifist. Right. Let's see. I'm certainly not threatening her with any harm. You could say like, if you were in there, what would happen to you? That's just, that brings it around. So just, like, getting her to empathize with the workers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So in that case, it's like, imagine yourself as somebody under Morgan's thumb who has to work in that factory, and you don't want to be there any more than the next person, and you don't even want the factories doing what they are. You're just under this weight of debt, and you go in one day, and the whole thing explodes. Okay. Yes. That is definitely worth, like, you can see here visibly, like, tense up. She chews her thing more faster. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. Oh, exactly. She pulls another one. Oh, great. <laughs> Let's just try just it. push her further down her uh, compulsion. That is a failure with three advantages. Okay. She's like, look, it's going to shut down the factory, okay? If Morgan has unsafe working conditions, there's nothing we can do about it. Long term, this is safer for everyone to shut down the factory. So okay. she... Deflects, demurs. Yeah. So like And tries to say like it's there's some responsibility pushed onto Morgan. Yeah, definitely. If, definitely. If his plants are not set up the right way, there's nothing we can do about that. Look, yeah, look, it's it's a computer virus, okay? It can't cause an explosion. Only Morgan's factories cause the explosions. Okay. I have three advantages. You wanna learn something else about her? I guess uh, with three advantages I'll learn her desire. Uh okay. This character seeks knowledge. So how is she revealing that? After she's Said things about Morgan's plant. What does she go on to say? Yeah, she says this will start to slow down Morgan and help get this place up and running. And this place is going to help us get the information we need to finally make make us a little bit more habitable for this planet. Sorry, is she talking about Data Haven when she says this place? This place, yes, is Data okay. Haven. So she wants to work with the Data Haven people. Because they can get the information. Morgan's been doing terrible things. Is she talking about adapting humans like genetically 
it's not immediately obvious, but yeah, she definitely oh, seems sorry. to be talking about. That's a question Mariah is asking. Uh, she says, like, if that's the way we can do it. Is the problem more than just this miasma? Like, the miasma sounds like it's localized in places. Are you saying, like, there's some planet-wide issues that make it not habitable for humans? I would like another check. Okay. Uh, this sounds like just a charm check. Yeah, I agree. Uh, two purple. This is honest curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Take two blue dice. Are you going to use a, a point? Oh, yeah, one? sure, sure. Just to liberate some story points. Four advantages and a success. And your question, sorry, what was your question again? Is the problem more than the miasma? The miasma seemed like it was localized. Right. Is it planet-wide? Is it planet-wide that this planet is incompatible with humans? Right. Essentially, the, the explorers screw themselves. They dump themselves here, but it's not a place they can actually thrive. Outside, takes, outside their domes. It takes a lot, a lot of work to try to like make this place like Earth. Right. People build their domes, like Morgan's dome. We live in underground. Okay, I just want to insert there. Yeah. I don't have clever retort or anything like that, but I just want to insert, like, not everybody's goal was to make this place like Earth, though. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why she goes on, like, if we can just change ourselves, it'll be a lot healthier for everyone. And so is she talking about, like, molecular level changes to humanity? She says, whatever it takes, right? If I can find a genetic solution so that we can just live here, if there's a drug we can take that makes it happenable to us, there's some technological, chemical, or physical, uh, some better filtering technology we can get. Whatever it takes, right? Earth, Earth is lost, screwed up. There's no hope, right? So we got to try to make our make our go over here. So what is it that Data Haven has? Is it like the computational power of the computers here? Like, it's just like people are smart. Power. <laughs> there's they have a high concentration of people, the appropriate type of neurodivergency to work extremely hard on a problem once they get directed on that problem. Directing them is a very difficult task. Yes, they have the computing power uh, to do this. Stepdars of Chiron have, I think, the, 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 the insight, the vision, if you will, to direct that a little bit more carefully. I see. All right. I had four advantages here. Four advantages. What is Mariah interested in? Like, just learning more about this person or just... Getting that clean shower. <laughs> All right. Need a clean shower. Uh, need a laundromat. Uh, okay. I think at this point in the conversation, Mariah is on board with everything she's saying. Mm -hmm. That all sounds reasonable. And I think he tells her that he would love to hear more about what the Stepdoros of Chiron are like thinking about. Um, and anything she knows about what Doctor what Deirdre's been up to. But I am still dripping in this fungus, like this planet that is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need to get cleaned up. <laughs> she does so like she points you down down the hall to the bathroom stuff. She gives you like a zine that like literally was handmade about like wildlife and Oh. And like especially plants. I I do a very quick flip through it to see if there was names for like the jellyfish type thing I saw. Um, is it like the shimmer fly in an earlier form? Like, <laughs> oh, you do see like the life cycle of the shimmer fly, and it is the same as the jellyfish. Okay. But in a later life form. Okay. Um, and yeah, several little plants. It's, I mean, it's like a tiny little thing, mm -hmm. but like it talks about the xenofungus, and it tries to indicate like xenofungus is not the enemy. Okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's a little hand drawn. Uh, You're like, don't I know it? Maybe um, we'll throw a cooler discipline or cover some strength drink at this point. 
I think. Uh, I have a triumph on this. You have gotten over your... uh, Oh, I've recovered from my miasma. You're a miasmatic. You just needed a good steamy shower. Yeah, that's all. Okay. What do all of you do? Roz is, like, definitely willing to hang out. Yeah. Catch up later. Yeah, so that's, I mean, one of the things that Cleve would like to do is just catch up, see what Roz has been up to, and also kind of find out what's the deal with this place. Roz said they weren't in charge, but who is, and what is, like, what is the society? I think Roz said nobody was in charge. That is correct. Oh, Oh, nobody's in charge? Okay, okay, so then everybody just needs to try to contribute. Yeah, look, there's... Like, how many people? A few hundred, there's a couple other outlying... Spots similar kind of break parts of the ship. Most of us like evaded Morgan or found our way here otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, connected with this group. Stepdaughters Chiron. I've heard you've only Morgan up a day or two. Well, I've heard of them. Well, credit to you are on the up and up, Cleve. You find things out quick. Wow. Well, Corazon told us. <laughs> All the same. Uh, yeah, they're. I'm not sure how much I trust them. Yeah. They seem like decent folk, but. I don't know. I mean, there is a potential for them to be radicals, yeah? Yeah, I mean, that's what I've heard from Morgan. Like, I trust Morgan. We're, we're trying to work with this Dr. Satali on yeah. things that we can agree on. They're trying to help us get set up with some food processing. Supposedly, this fungus is edible with enough processing. The xenofungus? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the face ber- I made. There's wine berries out there. Yeah, not enough, though. We're trying to find ways to get them to grow. They grow at higher elevations more easily. No, we need, I, like, mass. We need, like, farms or something. Have you guys tried any of the hunting? Hunting? Yeah. Hunting's not really our thing. Well, okay. Would you guys like to try hunting? I guess we could do that. I mean, does anybody... Does ha- anybody know whether or not... Okay, so my gun, I had some problem with the miasma, so that might be an issue, but... Yeah, you gotta take real good care of anything like that. Is there any ideas about whether or not not stuff is huntable oh like what's edible yeah uh like Roz like knows some things are technically those uh those wolf beetles are edible i knew it <laughs> yeah i heard they taste terrible though. i never had one okay uh, i feel a little weird but you know if you were hungry you'd eat one yeah they seem yeah. like they. i thought they'd be edible all right all right uh, then you have a couple other uh things you've heard of yeah so there are things that are technically edible. So yeah, but we got a few hundred people. We're not just camping. Yeah, and you guys can't go outside, so... Not for long stretches, right? You yeah. don't want to be camping outside. Okay. So it's... I don't know. Our uh, our supplies are measured in, like, months. We're what coming do down do? to the end of the line here. What are they doing? Are they... La- what is Morgan's guys doing? They're, like, growing meat? Is that what they're doing? To make rations? Yeah, well, they're not making the rations. Our rations are from the ship. 130 years old. Corazon had rations, though. Yes. Where did hers come from? Uh, they were stamped with Morgan. Yeah, so we saw those, and that's what Cleve is referencing. Comestibles, is that? So they're, they must be lab-grown. So they must have yeah. equipment to make food. Yeah, they're farming somewhere, to some degree. I think they're using domes to farm. Oh, you think it's all plant-based? Well, then maybe they've got lab-grown meat. Look, that wasn't really my department. I, information is my trade, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just heard about it. But I'm just cooped up in here, you know? So, I don't know. Maybe the stepdaughters of Chiron can find a way for us to move around outside. Maybe this could just go with food. Is Roz going stir-crazy? Okay. I have I have written down, like, your characters don't know this. They're an adrenaline junkie. 
Yeah, Roz can't get out. Like, they're a computer indoor kind of person, but they... Like, there's nothing they can hack. <laughs> yeah, I can't so, live under Morgan's thumb. So we need a really long cord. <laughs> I mean, if we can make it work, sure. But that would trace right back to us, the problem. So then the, the Miasman stops all... Any wireless communication? If you got a way to make that work, let me, let me know right now. Yeah, I mean, I just woke up and you know me. Am I the tech guy? I don't know. What Did you make your radio work somehow? I mean... Where's your, where's all your stuff? Normally you, you get mugged on the way here? That's <laughs> so good. I don't know what happened. My I have my bag, but pieces of it I keep finding all over near the site where we crashed. And it seemed like it was moving, so I don't know if something's pulling it. Maybe the wolf beetles? Maybe. You did find a piece of tech that you thought was some sort of transmittery thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? That does remind... That reminds me. Yeah. We pulls it out. I found this. I thought you left it. Roz, like... You haven't seen Roz do this before. Like, they pull out some, like, spectacles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hang on. What you got there? Seen something like this once or twice. Corazon said she didn't know what it was, but I don't know if it was like the new iPhone 20 million. No. No, 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 no. This stuff was on the planet when we got here. Right. I remember her saying something about it. Well, can you make heads or tails of it? Is it a... What is it? Let's try. All right. Progenitor. Knowledge progenitor. Is it just a pencil? No, <laughs> um, oh, this is this is like paperweight. Actually, why, why don't you roll, Lex? Okay. Um, you're gonna use their, but uh, Cleve is helping. Do you um, have knowledge for dinner? I didn't even put it on the thing because I didn't know. If oh, was... <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the knowledges that we have. Yes, I don't think Roz has the skill, but they do have four intelligence. I mean, Roz is smart, so yeah, yeah. Given enough time, maybe they can figure. So it you can give else. them a blue die, so that's four green dice and a blue die against three purples. And I'll give you a blue die because you're in a nice lab environment. I was gonna say, was there any to like way? test a bunch of things? Okay. Do we have story points? Yeah, one story point. All right, let's use it. Are you using a story point? Oh, I will, too. It is genitor tech. Who yes. knows what could go wrong? I mean... Could I, your this... minds could be swapped? Who knows? Three successes. Straight up. Three successes. Yes. This is definitely a transmitter. Mm-hmm. It is not a receiver. And, like, you and Roz are able to, like, generate it just enough. And then he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. That signal, I've, I've, that that's familiar. And, like, they go to some other computer terminal, do some quick, like, hacking like database look up something they play another sound and it sounds just like when the tremors came through uh, oh. when you were in the wait uh, i don't think you want to summon one of those siege worms yeah yeah no this oh that was a sound that's the sound heard. that siege worms make turn it off turn it off or maybe <laughs> ross is like maybe just leave it on a little bit <laughs> i mean it's a meal food for days Cleve was the one who was saying like that the, maybe they could be the siege worms could be eaten, and Corazon thought that was a little too dangerous. But... I mean, I you know what that is like a trap thing. So you think this thing calls siege worms? I think it does. All right, that's perfect for hunting. That's a very weird device to have, but I guess. But if we could, how big are these siege worms? I saw the hole. They're straight up the size of the hole. If you saw the hole, like twenty feet across or something. Yeah, but how long? We don't know. Can we eat them? Are they edible? Are they theoretically edible? We know they're dangerous, but if you have a trap, it's much easier to to kill a thing. To my knowledge, no one has ever killed a seed worm. What about just taking a chunk off of one? (laughs) You can cut through without getting yourself murdered. (laughs) 
Jane heard the story about the guy who lost a leg. Right? <laughs> We've heard about that guy. Yeah. Unless a lot of people did it. No, one one guy. Legendary. I'm getting to think of like an urban legend. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's something that I understand. They say he years. tried to fight the siege worm. He traded his leg for his life. I don't believe it. If that thing's that big, I think that guy probably died. <laughs> Was this guy's name Ahab? I don't know why you would say that. We are all from the year 2100 or so. That is not pertinent to any of our educations. So where do you think this tech is from? It was just here? Was there another race? There must have been some aliens, okay? That's what I think. So do you think siege worms were domesticated animals? Maybe. They're just pets. To build tunnels so that you don't have to breathe the miasma? Now that's an interesting idea, Cleve. Use a siege worm to drill out tunnels. This safely is, live in. This is sounding like the Tok'ra from Stargate. Like, they had, like, the crystals to make tunnels. <laughs> we just used the siege worms. So, I mean, that's another thing. I don't know anything. I don't... Do you, are there any scientists here that know about these things? Dr. Satali is what passes for... Uh, you would say a rigorous scientist. Well, if we could get a tunnel, would that be something that would be useful? That would be useful. How do you control... Like, we have a... We have a we have to turn this thing on and off. I can show you how to do that. That's a, the situation we're in right now. I don't have fine-tuned control. Okay, but what if you had a programmable robot who could carry it around? I understand Rai is not in the room, but I'm just this thinking... Isn't like, this isn't like the public room, so you could oh, be. Oh, okay. Like, information wants to be free, so Roz isn't like keeping things a secret. Okay. Like, that would be an application for the robot, because then the robot could carry the thing and travel, and then the, the worm could follow it around, and that's you how could. you dig your tunnels. If you can control a seed, you could probably overthrow more. Corazon's around. With my trusty Steege, the siege worm. Just saying. I mean, I don't have any <laughs> illusions of... These things have flattened domes before, okay? Okay, think about, like, the... Oh, what's the word I want? Collateral damage. The there. humanity? The look, collateral damage. Look, look, you could threaten to smash the dome, but don't smash it. Or prevent new domes from going up, or whatever. It gives you leverage, right? That's what you need. Well, we have a Just thing don't turn it on in here. that summons siege worms. Yeah. Attacking with a siege worm, while seems like what a siege worm is for, based on what it's been named, it is a declaration of war. Declaration of war? Do I look like... Are there actual governments on this planet? I mean, Morgan runs the government. We call the stepdaughter's Chiron a government. The Council of Data Jacks. Are we a government? Data Jacks, really? What? It's <laughs> my idea. You never were any fun sometimes, Cleve. You know that? I think Cleve's the big brother. Yep. Even still. Even still. Okay, so it's a thing we have at our disposal. Presumably, we don't know that that's the purpose of this thing. We just know that it makes the same sound. It definitely calls sea dwarves. I'd be jam in telling you, you know that. Your character's not. Yeah. How many siege worms are you aware of? I don't give them individual names. Do you know that there's more than one? I don't. But we don't even, does anybody know that it's an actual worm? Maybe it's another that, device. Oh, like a tunneling machine? Sure. No, we've seen video footage of it. Unless it's doctored video footage. Okay. Well, maybe it's just like a horse or something, except for very much bigger. Very dangerous. Ride the siege worm. Now that's it. 
Well, I meant, I mean more like, you know, working with it, with an animal. They're not all for riding or for eating. Of course, on this, you're like, we're not going to eat any wolf beetles. Sometimes you're hungry enough. Like, you grab a ration, like, from the ship here. So yeah. it's like a different menu you didn't have. Tosses it at you. Enjoy. Don't have to eat any wolf beetles. Did you have a pet wolf beetle? Yes. A lot of people have pet wolf beetles. What do they eat? Wolf beetle food? What's in wolf beetle food? Grains and proteins? I don't know. Human. They eat human. That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) We were in their nest. You were right by their eggs. They left when they were able to get to their eggs. I think they were not trying to eat us. I'm not saying they were trying to eat us, but I wouldn't put it past them to eat us any slower than we would eat them. That's what I mean. Wolf beetles don't want to eat you any more than we want to eat them. If you want to eat them, maybe that causes them to want to eat you. So don't want to eat them. I've heard they don't taste very good. I don't want to find out. <laughs> but I do want to get back in more. Did Dr. Sitali talk to you yet? Yeah, she said it's some kind of experimental injection. I said, let's do it. Okay. So she said, take this syringe and just before we go into the dense miasma, means we can take down Morgan, it's worth are there any side effects that she described that we should be on the lookout for? No, I'm sure it'll be fine. Would you like to make a shot? <laughs> like, Ryan makes a note to go talk to Dr. Tatali before we leave. Because clearly Corazon's not tracking this. Like, what like a character sh- who's, like, reckless and just, like... Yeah. What kind of shot is it that it just goes in your shoulder like that? <laughs> just, like, yeah, until a muscle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can make a leadership check if you'd like to instill. I'll attempt a leadership check. Yep. I believe this is just two purples. No discipline. I don't have leadership. She is reckless. Take a black die. Sage worms. You were trying to instill caution. I, it wasn't even like not to do it. It was just to be cognizant. <laughs> I succeed. Two successes. Okay. Yeah, there might be some like mild uh, hallucinogenic effect. Oh, great. It'll be fine, okay? As long as I stay focused. So it shouldn't be a problem, right? Just as long as you're aware that there's hallucinogenic effects. So if we tell you that things you're seeing are not real, you heed us. Successful leadership check. Be successful. I appreciate you looking out for me. Well, we appreciate you handling the computer-y stuff. Good. Like, I think we work together as a team reasonably well then, right? As long as none of us eats any wolf beetles. Can you agree to those terms? I make no promises about wolf beetles. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> um, are we not going after the, ne- the node until next time? Or is that like a short encounter or what? We can start next time you are heading out. Every episode ends with Cleve threatening to eat wolf beetles. Yep, that's the new thing. <laughs> well, I mean, after Roz says they weren't that good, Cleve's more determined to find something that's more palatable for the group. Yeah. Is there any last conversations you have with people here? The only thing is that's left is that we do know where the part of the ship is. So... Where you were? Yeah, and there was a... I mean, it would need to be excavated, but that's a just a resource for the group that if, if anything comes up, okay. then he's going to just be like, here's... Based on what I know where it is, I don't know if that can help them triangulate other pieces, too. That might help. If we know that that piece of... What part of the ship it was and where it landed, what part of the ship we are, where we landed, that might logically pinpoint other parts of the ship. Yeah, yeah so, sense. like, Cleve can handle the this is geographically where it landed, and Mariah can handle the this is exactly what part of the ship it was. That's a good call. 
Yeah, so that would be the only other thing. And, yeah, Mariah, after a nice relaxing shower, clothes being cleaned and everything, mm -hmm. um, now I'm trying to think if anybody mentioned to him that his eyes were glowing. Did Ross say that to him when it was happening? I think it's fair to say that, like, it's come up. Okay. So, I just want to say that Mariah does, like, study himself in the mirror to try to be, like, do my eyes look normal? It's one of the things, like, you keep looking at it, like, you don't know what normal looks like anymore. Yeah. It's like, you, can, you notice so many more details in your eyes. You lost yeah. in your own eyes. <laughs> and then you're just like, yeah, I, I don't know. And you're like, that. I look good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I think I already got everything I needed from Dr. Satali. Okay. XP? Awesome. XP, please. Please, 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 what is this talent called? Friend of the fungus? Oh, you, you're going to get Or the... just fun guy. I like friend of the fungus. GM Danielle here. In this arc, we see several characters and creatures adapted from the video games. From Civilization Beyond Earth, we have the Wolf Beetle, the Siege Worm, and the ever-present Miasma. From the original Alpha Centauri, I also lifted Xenofungus, which is perhaps related to Miasma. I only took character inspiration from Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri. During our session Zero, I asked the players for ideas on NPCs aboard Unity that their PCs knew. For most of those, I matched player NPC descriptions with existing leader profiles from the game. Cleve's NPCs are Cinderaz and the Santiago family, represented by Corazon. Mariah's are Dr. Deirdre Sky and the Killer HR of Wadwuke Morgan. You also heard mention of Professor Prokhor Zakharov from the university and Captain John Garland, who led the Unity expedition. You've been listening to Chronicles of Chiron. Set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Danielle, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, Xenofungus is not the enemy.